Hello, welcome to Kingdom Living Ministries podcast. I am your host, Dr. Lewis, and tonight we have a great topic for you guys. I hope you guys are ready to tune in because it's a hot one. If I had to title tonight's um, talk, it would be called Compromising on God's Truth, The Path to Redemption. Oh, it's so good. Studying this particular uh, study was so good to me. It stepped on my toes a lot and it made me fall into a place of repentance for compromising on what I know to be truth and the things that I wasn't aware of as well so get your pen and paper get your king james version bible out we're going deep tonight and i pray that you are you get some full understanding if you don't that's okay email me call me we're gonna get you there we're gonna get some understanding because we all need to hear this study tonight amen so i'm gonna start off with prayer just before we jump in let's bow our heads heavenly father in the name of jesus we gather in your presence today with open hearts and minds seeking to understand the reasons behind our compromises with your truth god we ask for guidance wisdom and strength as we dive into your word god we ask that There will be no distractions from us receiving the message that you have for us, God. Let your seed be planted in our hearts and in our minds so we can spread your good news. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. So, guys, I'm going to start off with defining what compromising is. Compromise is our di- in our daily lives often means finding a middle ground or settling for less than what is right or just. In the context of our faith, it signifies departing from God's word, even when we know what is right. Let us turn to the scriptures to gain insight into why we sometimes compromise, because you need to hear this. This is skin deep. So in Proverbs Chapter 14, verse 12, it says, there is a way that appears to be right, but in the end, it leads to death. So, for example, I'm going to use, because we're in the month of October, I'm going to use this Halloween as, um, as the topic. So, Halloween, right? The world is celebrating this. This is almost like a national holiday. I remember... <laughs> I mean, it wasn't so popular as when I was coming up, but now I feel like everybody is putting up the decorations. Everybody is celebrating. Even some churches are celebrating this day as a holiday. Okay. And we know a lot of people do things just based on tradition. And a lot of uh, Christians, they do things based on tradition as well, but not their own compromise and some already know the truth. Now, there are some people that's just ignorant to the fact that Halloween is a Satan's day. That's not of Christ. 
and we shouldn't affiliate. You know, and that is scary in itself when you see churches uh, participating in such a day. And then on Christmas, they're celebrating something for Christmas, for Jesus Christ. It's really difficult. It's really hard to to watch as a Christian believer, because now that I know better, I'm. I'm I'm obviously I'm going to do better, but it's hard to watch because it's like people that I looked up to in the ministry is participating in such a day. And they're like, oh, it's okay. We're doing trunk or treats. It's not Halloween. But if we are the body of Christ, why do we have to do anything that closely resembles such a day? So if anything, we should be teaching our congregations that. Halloween is canceled. That Halloween is not what we should be doing. And it's not of God. And our children shouldn't be affiliated. But, again, that's why we're talking about compromise. So we can get it right for our families. Okay? So also in James chapter 4, verse 4, it says, You adulterous people, don't you know that the friendship with the world means enmity against God? So that means, how can you love God and you're celebrating Satan's day? Can we imagine how God feels seeing that people so-called believe in him and love him and pray to him is celebrating such a day? Think about that. Well, that just touched me in a way like, God, I repent right now. I repent him right now for being affiliated with such a thing that would offend you. That is so out of alignment. And I know Satan hates you. Lord Jesus. So I'm going to give the biblical example of compromising to illustrate the dangers of compromising on God's truth. Let's let, let us look at the story of King Saul. This is a good one because King Saul, God had given him clear a clear command to completely destroy the Amalekites and everything they had, sparing nothing. <laughs> However, King Saul chose to compromise on God's command. He spared the king, Agog, that was the Amalekite king, and the best of the livestock, believing it was a, it was a noble thing to do. Excuse you? God gave him a direct order. He didn't say, uh, go over there and destroy just some of the land or some of the people. He said everything, leaving nothing. But what did King Saul do? He did what he wanted to do. That's crazy. And there's consequences when we do that. When we compromise because we're stepping out of the alignment of God when we compromise. It's a spirit of rebellion. The consequences of compromising on God's truth are grave, both personally and spiritually. King Saul's compromise has serious repercussions. First, he lost the favor of God and his anointing as king was taken away from him. His compromise led to disobedience, which is rebellion against God's will. And God takes 
disobedience very seriously. Furthermore, his compromise led to a life filled with turmoil, broken relationships and spiritual distance from God. I bet if he knew those consequences up front, he probably would have thought twice about disobeying God. So think about this, y'all. So you know how you are watching TV and now they have these um medication commercials so they might be advertising a new medicine and they'll run down oh um this is what this medicine is for okay it'll help with this type of issue and then quickly they'll say these are the side effects but the side effects are run down so quick but you hear them and when sometimes when you hear them you like well i wouldn't even take the medicine with those side effects For example, if it says, oh, this is an example. Oh, we have the cure for diabetes. You take this pill, it'll cure diabetes. But the the, the side effects are heart failure, uh, inflammation, uh, all kinds of stroke, heart attack, all of these different things. You would say, no, I don't want to do that. It's too risky. Right? See, with God, he just gave a direct order. He didn't list the consequences up front to this man to tell him, look, if you don't do what I told you to do, this is all the things that's going to happen to you. See, that's why I feel like a lot of us Christian believers go wrong because we're looking for, okay, so... If you if if I don't do what you say, do God, these X, Y, Z order, this stuff will happen. When we can simply just take him for his word. Look, I don't want you to do this. But no, because our flesh is curious. We want to test. We want to test and see if the 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 fire is hot. And that leads to rebellion. And look, it has grave consequences. It has grave consequences. Look at the medication commercial. Yeah, you can take this, but it has grave consequences. My thing is this. I I know sometimes when you're living in sin, it looks so easy. It looks so simple. Nothing is wrong. The enemy really blinds us to the fact that we are living in total disarray. We are totally going against God. It looks normal. It feels normal. But once the enemy starts working on you and giving you all the issues that come with being outside the alignment with God. Yeah, that's when it gets real. And the good thing about that is that once you've gone through all the the mess of stepping outside of alignment, you've gotten your your whooping, <laughs> is what they would call it. You were getting your whooping, you're getting beat up by the world. You can always turn back to Christ and repent and he will forgive you. But why go through all that if you just listen in the first place? We make it so difficult. We we really make it difficult. So I'm going to read some scriptures, give you guys some scriptures um, for consequences, because these consequences are just 
crazy to the point where after you hear this study tonight, you're going to think twice about compromising. And especially for Halloween, you probably won't celebrate this holiday anymore after (laughs) this study. And that is the goal. That is the complete goal. Just disassociate. Okay. If you are thinking about the holiday. So in first Samuel chapter 15, verse 23, it says for rebellion is as the sin of divination and presumption is an iniquity and idolatry. So I'm going to read that out of the Amplified Bible just for context, because I want you guys to get this. It says for rebellion is as serious as the sin of divination, fortune teller. And disobedience is as serious as false religion and idolatry. Because you have rejected the word of the Lord, he has he also has rejected you as king. So because of your consequence, you you rebelling against God, he can leave you there in the mess. Mm-mm-mm-mm. So, I know I gave you guys the consequences of compromising on what you know and compromising on even the things that you don't know. Um, here's some encouragement for you. We must choose to stand firm in God's word and resist the temptation to compromise. Let's take inspiration from 1 Corinthians chapter 16, verse 13. Be on your guard. Stand firm in the faith. Be courageous. Be strong. In Romans 12, this is encouraging scriptures just to change, to change your ways. Romans 12 and 2, do not conform to the pattern of this world. But be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So now that you know better, you got to do better. So as Christians, there should not be any compromising anymore. And especially on topics we already know that are out of alignment with the word of God. Second Timothy chapter three Verses 16 and 17, it says all all scripture is God breathed and it's useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting and training in righteousness. So, yes, this study tonight is for teaching and correcting, correcting our error, because me, like I was telling you guys before, I was that one that celebrated God and the enemy knowingly and unknowingly. I was that person that listened to music that was completely demonic and then turn around, just depending on the mood, would be listening to uh, gospel music, things that were of God. You cannot be a hot and cold Christian. We have to get back in alignment with Christ because that's where we belong. So, yes, it's easier said than done, but when you know better, you have to do better. We have to do the work. See, what I've I've learned, a lot of us are lazy Christians. We don't want to do the work. But which is crazy to me is we won't we don't want to do the the inside work, but we'll go buy a shadow book 
a shadow book journal so us so we can meditate and a shadow book that is demonic shadow work is demonic when the word of god all we have to do is go to him we could write our thoughts down we could write our visions down Yes, but we could go to him. We don't need to put our energy into a book that's witchcraft. But see how easy it is to affiliate with the demonic? A lot of us don't even know that a shadow work journal is demonic. A lot of us don't even know that. But we'll affiliate with that, but we won't do the work for Christ. And the work for Christ is helping us to be better. Think about that. A lot of us don't want to read our word. A lot of us don't want to attend Bible study. A lot of us don't want to fellowship with the believers at a church. A lot of us don't want to pay our tithes. That's the spirit of rebellion. And there's consequences with the spirit of rebellion. And wonder why different things is going on in our life. And we're struggling in certain areas. But by the grace of God, we are going to get it right. And if you are affiliated with Kingdom Living Ministries right now, we're going to get it right. And we're going to teach other people how to get it right. Because Christ is all we have. We either going to be for Christ or we're going to be for the enemy. The choice is yours. The choice is yours. So I'm going to... um. I have a few questions that I'm going to answer that um, when I was studying with a few people about this study before I presented it here, um, these were some questions that came up, right? And I want you guys to think about them as well. How can we discern when we are compromising on God's truth in our daily lives? How can we discern when we are compromising in our daily lives, just the regular things that we do in life? Okay, here's one for me. Before I fully gave my life to Christ, I would wake up, I would start my day. Oh, okay, I'm about to go to work. Before my feet touched the floor, I didn't pray and give thanks. I didn't give God his time that he deserves for taking the time to wake me up in the morning. The first thing I would do, go to my phone, check my emails, check my social media, check in my missed calls, my text messages. I would not even say, thank you, Father, for waking me up. That's one thing. But we must align our decisions with God's word. When we feel an action of contradiction, contradicting God's teaching, it's a sign we may be compromising. So it's the same thing with that situation. I did not spend time with Christ. I didn't make time for him. And I was out of alignment. And it's contradictory because I didn't give him his praise. The word said we give him his praise. Pray. Give God his time. And I have another um, question. Are there instances where compromise can be acceptable or even necessary? Some of the people said that um, 
Compromise in matters of personal preferences can be acceptable, but we should never compromise on God's morals and values. It's absolutely true. We should never compromise on God's word and what we know to be true. Okay? What steps can we take to avoid compromising on God's truth? This is how we do it. We attend regularly studying the Bible and attending Bible study. I'm sorry. And studying your word regularly by alone, by yourself. Seeking counsel from mature believers and prayerfully making decisions can help us stand firm in our faith. We have to stay connected to God. He is our lifeline. He is out. He is the blood that pumps through our heart. He, without him, we can't live. That's how we have to look at this thing. We need blood and oxygen to get to that heart so we can live. We need his word. We need we need our connection to Christ in order for us to keep moving and keep living. He is the way. How can we find redemption and restoration after compromising on God's truth? First things first, we got to repent. Repentance is key. Confess your compromise to God. Turn from it and seek his forgiveness. He is faithful to restore and renew. So again, after even studying this particular topic, I repented again because I felt like I had replayed my entire life. Look at all the times that I was out of alignment and I compromised when I knew because although I was not going to God and connected to God like I should have been, I knew the word. I had a calling on my life since I was a child. And I strayed away from it because this was unpopular. This was something that I didn't understand. I felt weird. I felt out of place. I felt different. I could feel people's energy. I didn't understand. I can uh, see different things that was going to happen before they happened. I could see the, the demonic spirits on people. I was, I felt weird. I felt out of place. No one shared with me what that was. I didn't have that understanding from anybody. Hey, you are anointed. You have a calling on your life. You, you need to be connected. You need to stay in your word because this is something that you're supposed to be doing for God. So I had to repent for the times that I compromise because I knew I, a lot of things I did know after I was attending church I knew like oh yeah I, I knew that and I was like mm, I'm gonna step away from it because it's weird yeah it's just weird nobody else sees this nobody else feels this nobody else knows this so I'm gonna just be quiet we in a time we can't be quiet Christians if something is wrong and say if our family members are doing something wrong, our loved ones is doing something wrong, we have to correct, we have to teach them. A lot of times they don't know. And it's so sad that we live in a time where a lot of people just don't know and they're oblivious. But we don't want to lose them to hell because we, we ain't want to tell them. We didn't want to teach them. We didn't want to correct them. I wish someone stood up and corrected me 
when they when I when maybe somebody could have realized I had a calling on my life. I wish somebody could have, you know, really helped me with that. But in, but because I didn't have that, I hid it, which mean I compromised. Cause there was some point I knew something. I knew that I had to call, and I did not on it. So the things that you, the things that you know you compromise on when it came to God, you have to repent for. But also repent for the things you didn't know. Cause a lot of us just didn't know. So I'm gonna pray right now. That I'm going to pray that you guys get that. Because with this holiday coming up, I don't want to see anybody that I'm affiliated with, any Christian believer, celebrating Halloween. Because guess what? When we compromise and say, oh, we're going to affiliate, there are side effects to this thing. Um, people can develop anxiety, depression, suicidal thoughts, um, medical illnesses, poverty, all the, all the things that God didn't provide, doesn't provide. God don't give those things to people. But when we come in a covenant, with the spirit, the demonic spirits, we take on what they have, and it comes with repercussions. So right now, let's get to it. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we humbly come before you, seeking forgiveness for our compromises with your truth. We rededicate our lives to follow your way as it is written in your word. For those who wish to make this commitment or rededication, we pray that God give you grace and strength to sustain them. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So, I pray, I will continue to pray that every believer that hears the sound of my voice right now, they will get it. They will stop compromising on what they know the truth is. Because now you know and you're going to do better. In Jesus' name, you guys have a wonderful week ahead. I will see you guys on Sunday. God bless you.